What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another TBD podcast. That's the Three Black Dudes podcast. But today, it's going to be the Two Black Dudes podcast. The Godfather himself had to step out for a little bit. He's here in spirit. We're going to pour one out for you, brother. Um, Welcome you back in the next show. Uh, as always, I'm on your host, Ice Code. And as always, my brother, MJ the Geek. How you doing, baby? What up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, you know, with Bernard being gone, we got a we got a nice show today. We're gonna to talk a lot about some sports. We got some um, a lot of entertainment uh, up and comings that we're gonna really dive into, and whatever tangents we end up going into. So as um as we start every show, let's pour one out and see what we're drinking. MJ, you wanna go first? Yes, sir. So what I got for you boys today? Glowing hazy IPA. It's from Appalachian Mountain Brewing. This has kind of replaced uh, what probably most people drink is like Bud Light or Miller Light or Coors or whatever you're bringing to the cookout, like that you can drink a lot of without getting drunk. So low ABV, goes down smooth, refreshing, light. And it's what I like, man. Uh, local brew from up in the Appalachian from North Carolina. Always local. Try to um, support that local business. But, Jay, while you pouring up. Ooh, topic nice. for uh for our beer. Mm. M&M's opened up Mom's Spaghetti. Yeah, I mean we both fuck with him and we know the line. There's vomit on his sweater already. already. Mom's Spaghetti. spaghetti. He's nervous. Classic line. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, that's a great great one. Uh, even in the movie, I, I really like how they did it. So I took a look. Price is a little high, like you, you know, like we talked in pre-production. Little food, food truck prices, food you know. Truck. Yeah, yeah. You get your choice of uh, just regular spaghetti, about eleven dollars, I think. No, nine dollars, excuse me. Mm-hmm. You can get you a uh, spaghetti with meatballs for about twelve. You get your vegan meat for about fourteen, and you can get your spaghetti sandwich for about eleven dollars. Now, I don't know anything about a spaghetti sandwich. Spaghetti I mean, I'm sandwich. That is literally what they describe: bread spaghetti. <laughs> it has my attention, but like I don't think I'll even try it. I don't think I even try a skinny sandwich. That sounds like a struggle sandwich where you need a lot of carbs before you go do some real shit. Like, right, and that's all you had. Yeah, like I'm running all 400 meters or above that Saturday, so I'm eating a skinny sandwich before I get on the track bus. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah an interesting, um, interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, he he stayed all of 10 minutes. I'm hoping that doesn't let us know how successful it's going to be. But he partnered with a local. Uh, restaurateur group and they put mm-hmm. this concept restaurant together. I think it's interesting. I don't know how many people look like me going to be there, but I assume in the Midwest <laughs> where they love casseroles, there's a lot of people that's going to look different from me there. But yeah, I wish them the best. I want to see people succeed. Uh, I don't really fuck with spaghetti like that anyway, but yo. Nah. Hey man, Eminem do your thing. Um, support the local business as we just talked about. So I think that's pretty cool. Yep. When I ever shopped, you know what? If I was visiting Detroit and I happened to be on that side of town, I was like, hey, yo, isn't that Eminem spaghetti shop over here? I you might get try. robbed before you made it to the other right. side. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but can I get right. out if out, I was please. ever in the area or if there was like a pop up and I was like in the area already, I'll check it out. Heck yeah. So uh, you, just, my friend, you got yes. something special. And I'm, I'm going to give you a little intro on this one. Uh, B's out, but he took the honor of brewing up something for us. You're the first one to get this taste, so I'm curious. This is his, I believe it was a hazy, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be a new, so we're going to have to go out to um, show some show some love, but he's supposed to make a new England IPA, mm-hmm. but it came out a hazy IPA. Gotcha, gotcha. But he did say it was still good, just wasn't what he wanted. Okay. So, so what's uh, your he, thoughts, man? He dropped it off to me yesterday, so I'm going to go ahead and give it a little sippy sip. All right. Okay, okay. You know, I'm not a big IPA man like you guys are, but I do appreciate a good one. Yeah. I think you would love this one. Uh, he's, it's very, it's really smooth. Very smooth. The hops, the hops are there. It gives you that little, um, that little punginess, but it's not like overwhelming. Very light aftertones. I can get the sense of the, um, the fruits he was talking about. So I think his, I think it's a 7.5. Might be a little bit higher. He said you had to sip this one, but I, I'll test it out. <laughs> However, um, Bernard, if you can hear this, two thumbs up. I like it. Make sure you drop off mic some. Yes, sir. Please do. You know how I love them IPA, especially when you make them hazy. Good, good color, too. 
Yes, sir. It looks beautiful. I don't, I don't know if you can see that, but yeah. It comes through nice. Almost looks like a pilsner almost, but it looks yeah. But yo, post. Shout out to you, big dog. We enjoy. Yes, sir. All right, man. You ain't getting ready for the show. Let's get into it. So I'm going to give you a rundown and give you some intros on some of these. But to our mm-hmm. listeners, a lot of movies coming about. This is right now October 2nd, 2021. Uh, COVID may or may not be lessening, but that's not the point. Either way, movies are coming out like they mm-hmm. once were, which TV I think is exciting. Movies. So that's called lineup, baby. Couple big ones we want to call out this uh, lined up mostly from 2021. I threw in Top Gun, which is I believe is early 2022, but eh, seemed like it could fit in this conversation as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out of the ones that have already released, let's start with those, uh, just to see where you are, what you think, and I'll tag in there. James right. Bond, No Time to Die. This is Daniel Craig's last hurrah. Uh, seems like they're going to be tagging it out, bringing in new people. A lot of rumors about females, black bonds. I don't know how that's going to go. But LGBTQ bonds. Yeah, curious how that's going to go. But mm-hmm. he's got he's done his last one. And also, uh, let's go ahead and throw Squid Game in there just to touch on. Uh, neither one of us has started watching it. But right now, we just were talking about how big that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I want to give you the floor on Cowboy Bebop just because I know you want to cook with that. Oh, yeah. Um, James Bond, um, I've watched all of Daniel Craig's. I think I really enjoyed his interpretation of the Bond. You know, they did that greedy reboot with him, so I didn't think it was too crazy with the reboot. I liked it. It was more modern. I, don't, I would never say it's better than any of the classics, but I think it did appeal to me. So for the final Bond, I do want to see that. Um, is it a theater for me? Maybe last year it would have been, or the year before, definitely. Because I think I watched the first three in theater nice. of the, the Craig series. Mm-hmm. So, reviews are, I think people are giving it high marks from what you told yeah. me. And I think yeah. I've seen a couple of stuff on YouTube saying that it was a good send-off. And I know he's been trying to get out of Bond for like the last three movies, to be honest. Yeah. That's so, always baffled me. He seemed so frustrated that he was James Yeah, Bond, it must have like, been like a money thing. Had to be, because I was like, it seems like that's like one of the coveted roles that you would want, like a Bond or right now, some anybody in Marvel with a recurring role. <laughs> it might be the action, too, because that's a very action oriented Bond. He's he's jumping through walls and coming off scaffolding. So, like, he made it, it might have been too much for his body. That's true. For the money. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. you being the Bond um, connoisseur of the group. What, what you thinking, man? It was good. He grew on me. Uh, I will admit when he became Bond, I I ain't like him. I'm going to just keep it real. Keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is going to sound shitty in, <clears throat> in 2021, but I started watching Bond on VHS, the ones that my like, stepdad had. And Bond, I mean, it, right now, I mean, I know what to call him, but like people now will call dude just basically sexist, uh, damn near virtual rapist and all that shit. That's how they would see it. But that's the way that I liked Bond. I know that was like him sexual harassing money. It was just like part of the show. I know that sounds so fucking terrible, but it was just weird to see like the cleaned up Bond. Mm -hmm. I'm used to it now. It's just like. That was was his character. That was his character. Yes. Yes. So I've come around on him. I've gotten used to the new stuff. Like, and I get it that you can't do that shit anymore. Um so yes, I'm down with it. The action's good, storytelling's good, more mm-hmm. modern, you know, stuff going on. So I like it. I was concerned that it was gonna fall off and this was just like a money grab based on the name, but I'm glad that yeah. this is like a series that they want to honor and continue. So shout out to him. Good deal. I agree though. I agree. Yep. Before so, I give you Cowboy Bebop, uh, mm-hmm. I will say free guy. Good movie. Makes me think of like a way more uh, not taking itself so seriously, Ready Player One. That's what it made me think of. Okay, that's a good um, good analogy because that's, that's kind of how it looked. Yep. Like with all the references mm-hmm. and that, I mean, Ready Player One was just hey, you like um, Tall Giant, you like this, you like Bowser. So like, I like the fact that it's not as serious. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely like, want to check that out, though. Yep, it's like a simpler version, similar ideas, and just like you said, it just doesn't take itself as serious. So I think you would enjoy it. Cool, cool. I can dig that. So tell us about this Cowboy Bebop live action, because I've seen some of the characters they're cast in. Um, 
it, it looks like it has potential, especially with what they did with Shang-Chi. So mm-hmm. with all that, with that said, what you think, man? Uh, so what I've seen so far, I've been keeping up with it. Um, Netflix has been known in the last couple of years to do some live action animes. They did Death Note. They've done Rurouni Kenshin. And I think they did, what else did they do? Um, Full Metal Alchemist, which I, I want to say I saw and I actually liked it. Now, doing that live action anime, that's that's risky. You know, that's especially when you do the, the classics like the um, like Cowboy Bebop is a cult classic. Uh, I saw the um, the intro they made for it, and they kind of showed off everybody's characters and the costume, and it was like mimicking the um, the anime intro, which you know of course they took some liberties and changed some things around, but it was keeping close to it. I told my sister that you know if it doesn't take itself as serious as the um, the anime, then like you said, it's gonna have some potential if you just don't think about it too much. I don't think it's gonna be a bomb in terms of viewing it. I mean, people are probably gonna bomb it just because of how they feel about their original you know yeah but i think production wise in the story i'm hoping that if it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek type stuff mm-hmm. and they have fun but they still keep it streamlined i think it's going to be a pretty good decent series yeah i don't like because the way they look it looked almost like people were just cosplaying at first you know and like when you expect a live action you want to be like true to detail and you're like okay he looks just like him he mm-hmm. looks just like that but they look like guys trying to look like them I, w- I will admit that so i'm on i'm on the fence but on the, on the same side i'm leaning towards it being decent so that i can watch the the nine or ten episodes they make for it it looks it looks like it might i won't say promising but it looks like it might be at least entertaining so this one is one i want us to come back and circle back to so cowboy bebop is on my list for anime to watch i haven't i haven't watched Ooh, it before man. i'm aware of it but i have okay. never watched it start to finish i'm going to watch this first and give okay. my opinion and then you've watched both so you can come speak from both sides and then right, i want right. to watch the whole original cowboy bebop and then circle back and we can touch on it again if it warrants it if it's a trash series obviously right 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 but i'm curious how because because you guys you, you know you watched it you have a experience with it you've seen it so i like you say you already know who looks like what and mm-hmm. who's not as sharp like i know that he looks similar to the characters i remember seeing from adult swim at night but i i don't watch it enough to be able to point out like flaws in his character and shit like that. Right, so right. I'm very curious um, how we feel about it once it drops. I was thinking about doing it because I wanted to read. I watched. I just watched um, Samurai Champlo not too long ago, which was the same production and writer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I love that because I never watched it straight through. But I want to watch Cowboy Bebop again. That was years ago, and they had some good stories. So I'm hoping they keep some of them because from the intro you could tell some characters that like, oh shoot, they got that episode on there. So if they do it some justice. Then I'm I'm not I'm not gonna hate on it not not off gate. Okay, I respect it. Yeah. Another one that's on the radar with Ryan Reynolds that I think will be good is the uh, Red Notice. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Uh, I haven't seen it drop available yet, but it's gonna have Gal Gadot, Ryan Reynolds, The Rock. Looks like Gal Gadot is just killing. Like her just action sequence is fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am excited to see it. I think Ryan is funny. The Rock is cool. If The Rock and Kevin can do it, if him and Ryan can have any similar magic, I think it'll be at least interesting, funny, silly, action-packed, all the stuff that we like in those kind of movies, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very char- charismatic, heavy cast right there, just with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. And then Gal Gadot, who is not a boring actress. She's a great actress. And even without just, you know, that beauty she has, she has mm-hmm. she's a great, she has great range. And I think them almost doing it almost looked like a dag on Fast and the Furious re, um, reunion because mm-hmm. all three of them have been were in the movies. Yeah. And I almost thought that's what it was at first when I saw. In fact, I thought it was going to be a in a mini a mini movie from the the spinoff because you remember oh, The Rock gotcha. and Ryan Reynolds were. Yeah. Like, I thought I thought it was going to be that when I first saw, it, but then I was like, oh. I mean, that might have been a script for it, to be honest, if I had to, if I take a guess. I would change it a little bit, put them in yeah. a different place, and just like, oh, well, we'll just do this now. So I, I, I'm I down for that. It looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. Like, Dog, you know, that's always a pleasure to watch. No, I'm just glad they're still doing what appears to be interesting, doing action movies with good people. Like, Gal Gadot is the female action person. She, well, one of them. Right. The Rock, obviously, still. <laughs> and apparently Ryan Reynolds now, he's an action guy. So I'm cool with that. 
we're we're tiptoeing up on the time for the Hawkeye series to come up. Uh, getting interested in that that one, and uh, I don't have it on our list, but the Boba Fett series, I'm definitely looking forward. December, to baby. Those two dropping. So we do have two two Marvel properties coming out for Boba mm-hmm. Fett. I just I don't want to get excited, but Boba Fett has so much like mystery and story around them. Like you just want to take be, almost right. I just really hope they do it well. The Mandalorian didn't hurt because I knew nothing really of him. So it's like mm. I had no expectation. Whereas when you do the book of Boba Fett, it's like people have some expectation that Boba's that dude. Which is funny because Boba had like other than no the lines. house. Yeah, <laughs> no, and like, no lines. He like if you look at him, if you to judge that character, he's like the sorriest one because he died almost instantly. However, it's now known that he didn't die. You know, he, he didn't die. So I'm glad they kind of retconned that to to Canada. He did not die in a Sarlacc pit. Um, but maybe this this is his chance to be like to to earn that that bag on hype that he's been given the last fifty years, <laughs> you know. So if they give him like a story as far as like the fighting and stuff, like the Mandalorian to grow mm-hmm. that way. Like I'm even cool if they make them equals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, like maybe a mentor or you know a, a, yep. a come on character. So him coming back, I think it's gonna be pretty cool because I would love to see him earn that respect that he was. I think a lot of respect came from the other stories that were non-canon at the last 20 years. You know, the the books and the comics, yeah. where people were just writing stories. So if they kind of lead up to that, that would be that'd be fun, and I think that'd be great. Agree. Yeah, 100. percent But that Hawkeye though, the Hawkeye looks good, and I am excited to see the chick Ooh. from the what is it, Black Widow, uh, Yelena. I want to yeah, see yeah, her do more. I I liked her. Um, she seems. Uh, like she'll she'll play that role very well. I actually like her more than the original, like Scarlett Johansson. Ah, I so I'm not for different wrong, reasons. But 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 I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think in terms of a character that can um, be developed, mm-hmm. I think we have a better chance with um, Florence Pugh's character. Um, you see now, whatever her name is. Yeah. So I think that would be fun. Like I mean, Black Widow was fun to watch but you didn't even with her her story you don't really see her develop in my in my opinion you know other than the iron man 2 to the avengers it was like oh yeah i'm a spy but now i'm a superhero and that's that was that was it that was the, that was it I think you're right. <laughs> that was whereas it. like i think this chick she's basically like stage one of like out of the where black widow would have been and you mm-hmm. could see her grow very high if they decide to keep her and then she might be a villain or she might be an anti-hero yep. to a hero. So all that, like, she's the door's open for her. So yep. where's she going to take anything. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think that's the, what gets me excited for her character. Yeah, I hope that they keep her and she, again, just becomes part of the team. But I guess we'll see. I'm liking the the way this, um, the trailer pretty much put the, This is what I wanted from the Black Widow, I think, because it kind of has that look of it being, like, down, boots on the ground. We got to move. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's teaching her. But at the same time, I think she's competent enough to be like, oh, yeah, you could definitely get the mantle when I'm done with it. Because no lie, Jeremy Renner looks a little tired in this movie. <laughs> I mean, in this series, he's trying to live with his family. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if this series was his last into the uh, Marvel Universe. Maybe just coming as cameos. But this might be his last big, big um, into it. No, I believe it. Because like you said, like the key you said was he's basically training the you know his mm-hmm. uh whatever you want to call it but protege i guess yeah protege because she's basically replacing him to me like she's going to be hawkeye later in canon i don't know if marvel's going to do it that way but you have the option after the yeah. end of the series to do it that way mm-hmm. so it looks good it looks looks good it looks very it reminds me of um a higher production netflix marvel series yeah because i watched the punisher i watched iron fist i watched mm-hmm. um luke cage those were and they're dope. those were really good for the value, for the production value. I mean, there were some some weak spots in it. However, I think Punisher and Daredevil carried a mantle for that. They but did. Hawkeye looks down to earth and more, mm-hmm. um, just just a way better budget. Agree. I, I think that's, you hit it right on the head, man. They're, they're doing the same stuff. Probably got the same group of writers or uh, same companies writing them. They just got them more money, more effects budgets, more... Uh, you know, all Own the stuff actors. that yeah, all the stuff that we like, you know, the yeah. visuals, all that stuff is probably they just juice that budget up. Yeah, so I'm cool. Is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. 
another one that's dropping uh, that I thought we weren't going to see any more for. Uh, a lot of people were hoping they got to see more from Keanu, especially because he was dropping. Uh, I mean, pretty much everything he's touched lately has been great. But gold. Yeah, they're doing another Matrix. Resurrections. Um, I think they're they've been watching him play John Wick jealously. <laughs> <laughs> so they're bringing a boy home. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we're losing one of the original writers, the Wachowski brothers. I think yeah. one of them is not coming back. Well, Other Wachowski than that, sisters, yeah, buddy. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was my bad, everybody. <laughs> yeah, was, I forget too was, sometimes. Man. I forget. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. But I, honestly, I thought only one did it. That I didn't, I didn't know both of them did it. What are the like, chances oh. of that shit? Nothing's right. wrong with it. Nothing's what wrong, but chances that both of you doing it, you know? Wow. Well, like kudos to you guys though. Yeah. But, but yeah, only one's coming back. Trailer looked pretty decent. Like it seemed, you know, very matrixy. It doesn't give you a whole lot. You see a few choices, but it's hard to put together what the hell that means in the greater scheme of the matrix. So yeah, like mm-hmm. Josh said, that's a good thing. You don't know from the trailer exactly what's going to happen, and I appreciate that with that kind of movie. So I you know seems like they uh, they got a brand. They know what to do. As long as they can give me some great stills or something. What is that slow? The slow motion camera shit they used to oh, do. Oh, the bullet, bullet yeah. time coming back, baby. Bullet you gotta time. do it at least something like that at least once. I feel just for old time's sake. They, they made it, man. After yeah. Max Payne, they they um perfected it. True stories. So, any speculations? Cause there's, I mean, the rumor mill is already cranking hard, son. What's it, what's Honestly, it about? I didn't even I didn't even dive that hard. I think this one I'm just gonna go in open because I was going okay. to, but I was like, nah, just fuck it. I'm gonna just show up, see what happens. Um, okay. I've seen some of the rumors. Some of that shit is crazy, but um, yeah. I just want to see them. Uh, I don't know. I won't say that I did not like the last one, but I will say like I hope they ended on a better note or give me a little more than the last one, I guess. Mm-hmm. So do you think Neil? So speaking of the last one, do you think he died? Because everybody was think like, did he actually die at the last one? Or was just taken away? I don't think he died. I don't think he died either. No. I honestly didn't. I, I mean, I don't know what happened. I, I thought him, he did. I don't think he died. Yeah, I think he took the body with his conscious. I think he was just, you know, if anything, he's plugged into the matrix. Body's still alive. Yes. And then after that, you know, it's just, after that you can do whatever the fuck you want. He's so uploaded his consciousness. Exactly. I, I expect to hear that at least once. <laughs> <laughs> Other question is, do you think Lawrence Fishburne is not in the movie for reals? Yes. Okay. The reason I I, I don't remember the, the full details around this, but it's because of the video game and some legal shit around that. Oh, okay. I saw that. Yeah. And the, once um, I saw that it was legal, I was like, oh, that nigga's not in it for he real. Might be. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't see why that would take. Oh, yeah. I guess if he's playing Morpheus, Morpheus is no longer... Right. Like, homie signed a contract saying, like, I am Morpheus from this day forward. Yeah. It depends on what's in his contract. So, like, that's why I said, I don't know. I got to read up on that. Like, I could have sworn that Wachowski's had control over that last video game that you're talking about. Because I know know what you're talking about. But it just depends on, to me, like, based on what I read, I think the part that you would need to know is what the actor who played Morpheus for the video game, what the hell, what did he sign for? Okay. What was in his contract. I think that's gotcha, the piece gotcha, that nobody gotcha. really knows that I think is that fine print. Yeah, because if it just says like I'm signing to be Morpheus in any future Matrix property, mm. uh, then yeah, he he's got room to come back. Yeah, yeah, he does. He... Okay, okay, I'm I'm looking forward to it though. It's it looks as you said, the trailer was a pretty good trailer, mm-hmm. and that I have no idea what the hell was going on. Like I don't know if Neo was, <laughs> is he a construct? Is he this? Why is Trinity back? So yep. they got the guy that looked like Morpheus being a Morpheus to Neo. As long as they don't pull a um, Return of the Skywalkers type thing where it's the first movie scene by scene. I'm good. I know they got some scenes where it's like, I guess him reemerging, remember who he was. That's fine. You know, you've got to do all that for like five, ten minutes. Cool. But other, than that, I want some fresh stuff. Maybe some some homages, some callbacks. However, let's keep it fresh and see what this new resurrection is all about. Like, you know, what's the new big threat if if it was quad and squashing the first one? I mean, the first series. So I would love to see something crazy. Agree. I couldn't uh, ride along there with you. Just um, like you said, they 
I'm I'm hoping that the beginning of it isn't just like you said, like a Star Wars style remake that you're actually Mm -hmm. just because it's been a while since the last one. This is like a quick refresh. We'll see in the beginning. And then you're Mm -hmm. like you said, off to the races on the resurrection. But speaking of Star Wars, we got two. Star Wars. Ah, good segue. Last Duel and Vision coming. Okay. Uh, And I'm just going to put it because you phrased it perfectly in the last segment. Do you expect a new story or do you expect them to keep telling the same story? The only thing I'll add to that is George Lucas seems like he is pissed with what they're doing with his baby. And I get the impression that he is putting a lot of pressure on them to tell a story that fucking matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, man? Do you still care? So is this let's talk about like a new trilogy coming out? So as of now, I only know about these. I don't know if this is going to start a new one. Mm-hmm. I think Last Duel might be um, the ushering out of these characters that we've come to know, like Ray and uh, all of them. Okay. Um, I, but I don't know. I just mm-hmm. I was reading into that based on the Last Duel part, just because yeah. I th- I feel like we're you know I think we're it's time to blow this thing up and start over. Feeding a dead <laughs> horse. Yeah. Feeding a dead wombat. Um. Uh, I, so I don't know anything much about the last duel if it's a a transition into a new a new trilogy and a new story of star wars because there's so much material um and i know george lucas has like handed like given his approval to a degree like of this new stuff that's not canon mm-hmm. if they can do that i'm down man they like cool skywalkers we get it at this point let's either if do skywalker in a fresh light you know like with his descendants or whatever i i'm down for that if they do stuff from the um the old stories that they told were not canon, I would love to see those because that would be the best outside the TV shows like The Mandalorian because that's what they're doing a little bit. Yeah. Uh, the cast seems interesting. We got Matt Damon as the main character, Adam Driver, I don't know, Jodie Cromer, Ben Affleck. I don't know not these other names, but it's interesting, those those top ones. I need, I need, I need to see this. What you, what are you looking at? Cause this looks, I don't think I got to review that one just yet. Do you yeah. keep bringing up on the? Um, yeah, let me go ahead and do a share screen for you. I got you. But while you do that, I'm gonna talk about Visions. Visions looks like a. If you remember the reanimation? Yes. So that's pretty much what Visions is. It's the an, an anthology animation of Star Wars. Okay. And you know it's got some it's got a lot of anime um, inspiration type style to it so you'll see like you know samurai fight samurai samurai jedis you're gonna see some of those you're gonna see some you know kitty pop jedis um gritty light tone like it's gonna be a whole different um spectrum of styles so not a what if but just like a very oh I remember this. I did see this. This is the one where they've got eight different Japanese yep. anime studios. Yes, I remember this now. And each one is doing it with a different span, their anime style, which I thought that was interesting because I do enjoy seeing different um, anime st- studios put their spin on the same property. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that's really cool. Just how much like the way an artist chooses to draw something can change how you, you know. But yeah, I'm I'm, I, I'm aware of that one. I thought it was called something else, but yeah, that that actually does look good. I second okay. you on that. Yeah, because I loved um, reanimated. That was fun and fun to watch, and to have a Star Wars version, I think it's just gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. A good a good um a good chaser after like if you watch the Star um the Disney shows, The Mandalorian and Bubble Fett. What other Disney shows they got coming? I wish they still kept Gina, man. Gina's show would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I've been seeing some stuff about like Lucy Lawless, uh, Xena, Warrior Princess chick coming to do some stuff, but yeah, I don't I know. I don't know. I, I only thing I would worry about is she's uh, older than um, Gina, so I would yeah. only worry like, is it going like uh, <laughs> I saw Queen uh, Latifah playing an action role. She was playing the TV show version of Denzel's character. What was it? Who was? Oh, you talking about? Um, Starts with the E. Equalizer? Equalizer, yes. So Equalizer was a TV show that Queen Latifah... I watched the first episode, and the action was so bad, bro. Like, she felt like she was moving so slow. It was it was so hard to believe. Like, she would go to take the gun and do the spin the gun shit, but it was like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh. It was so awkward watching it. 
So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's fine. But I I only think about that now. Like, I hope it's not that level of action. Like, if she can still move it or they can speed it up to make it look good, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. But if not, then I'm, I'm out. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, that's, that's you know, you're taking it too far. Yeah. She said that they were calling for her to do some stuff after Gina got in, in trouble. And then Disney wasn't really too excited to just replace her based off that. But... I'm hoping that they'll give her a chance. She seems like she could do any of those roles. I like her and Xena. That's all I say. So I watch mm-hmm. Xena. I ain't gonna lie. Lucy Lawless. Yep. Uh, last two movies that we're gonna talk about this time. Obviously, there's you know always movies coming, but just for this run, Ghostbusters and Top Gun. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm a super big fan of Ghostbusters. Super big fan of Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Cruise usually does some pretty good action movies. This is an '80s one that I feel like a lot of people probably getting their nostalgia tickled a lot on and ghostbusters uh i guess we're just redoing this because they did not like the last remake so we're going to try again (laughs) but i don't know man i haven't watched i think i'm like at least two or three ghostbusters behind at this point so i haven't watched in a while and top i never even watched i didn't watch the female one i didn't watch the one before that there's a female top now uh ghostbusters Oh, okay. <laughs> Top Gun is not a movie that I watch a lot. I just like Danger Zone. That's probably the best part about that movie to me. I got the need for speed, brother. I went to the Danger Zone, I'm telling you. That's the one for me. That's that Archer, son. That Archer reference. Bring back Kenny Loggins. Are you uh, not up on Archer? No, I need to, man. I, uh, I Do you know where you are? Or what the last thing I, you I, saw? I, the last thing I saw was the when he was in a coma. Okay. Wow. That could be anywhere. That's like... <laughs> I that think, was like, okay, okay, it's the noir, the noir, the noir season. We okay. used the detective. Okay, you still got a couple. I think that's the That's like three, I think, I'm, I think I'm three seasons behind. Three yeah. or four. Okay, yeah, I, I just caught up last week, I watched them all. Like, the last nice. two, three weeks, I caught up, I watched them all just to catch back up again. Yeah, I remember the noir, because that was funny. I think before that was, um, was that the cocaine season? Yep. Miami Vice. Boy, that was a good season, man. Coked out pan was off the chain. But let's get back on topic. Um, yeah, yeah. Top Gun, that's that's not um I mean, I, I get why it's a, it's a classic. I can see it's it's not one of my favorites. I know I watched it. I know Goose. I know Val Kimmer's Iceman, Maverick, which I did not get. I used to have the name nickname Maverick, but it's for spades instead. But um I do know the did. movie. Yeah. Uh I mean yeah, cool. You know, I, yeah. That was uh years ago. <laughs> <laughs> But you know Tom Cruise is that is that guy in 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 the movie world. I he is. He's he's indifferent to me, but in the movie world he's the, he's that guy. So if he wants to make another Top Gun and he finally got it off the ground, more power to him. I love him as yeah, Ethan Hunt though because he is that Mission Impossible dude. And in terms of like action movies, I think Mission Impossible we we may have to do that one see um one episode where we talk about our action franchises. But Mission Impossible is one of those it's one of those franchises where it's like over the top, it's like Fast and the Furious, but actual spy shit. Yeah. And he does it pretty good for his age. I, I ain't gonna he lie. He does. they they are usually interesting. I think one of my favorite ones was the one uh uh with the beach scene where he did the flip with the gun and all that weird shit. I can't remember which oh, one. Oh, that's um that was that was two. That was two yeah. son. That was probably one of my favorite ones. I think. John Woo directed that one because that yeah. was the most re- I think he directed that one and probably the next three. Now that you say John Woo directed it, makes perfect sense. Yeah, because there was a lot of there was a lot of white doves for no reason. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, he kicked the gun. <sighs> that was a ridiculous scene. The motorcycle <laughs> fight. It was like, okay, all right, I see you. Uh, but good for him, Top Gun. I, I might, I probably will never see it to be honest. Um, the Ghostbusters, I'm kind of looking not forward to, but I might check out the new Ghostbusters. Okay, what are you looking forward to most out of that? Uh, I just want to see if they do any justice to the franchise. Okay. Because I so, think one and two was pretty good, real good. So I'm gonna pull this up now. I'm gonna give it, give it some info because I'm gonna be real. I haven't even looked up any information on this movie because I was like, man, maybe I'll see it, maybe I won't. And I honestly want to know who's even in it. So it's written by Jill Cannon, Jason Ritman, Dan Aykroyd, based on the 1984 film Ghostbusters by Ivan. Mm-hmm. So this is in line with Cannon, which is what people were crying about before. Yep. Looks like Paul Rudd is in this one, which why the hell not? Mm-hmm. They got some of the kids from Stranger Things, I think. Okay, yeah. I see one of them, too. One of them, at least. Bill Murray's back. Dan Aykroyd's back. 
Now, if you don't have Ernie Hudson, that's a disgrace. Unless he just there didn't want to. Nope, he's there. There's Ernie. Okay, okay, so cool. All right. I mean, that's gonna that's gonna appeal to a lot of people. Yep. Especially if they're in there for like a good few minutes. Yep. As, either as mentors or as you know as expositions, I'm fine with that. That's what I'm thinking. It's gonna be a lot of them like teaching the new generation or something. Mm. But yeah, yeah. If they I can do that. I'm just, I'm like I'm really curious like how these stories gonna go in regards of you know it's always weird how like in the first two there was ghosts in one movie and then like people forgot about them in like two years you know like oh yeah that was a thing you know State put Marshmallow Man blew up and there was a demon on the on the Empire State Building but fuck you guys you know you're you're you're, you're chop living to me now like mm-hmm. oh she's bringing that Sigourney Reavers in this one. Sigur Weave. and do I know this lady I don't know if her. it's Annie Potts is it Annie Potts. Cause she was uh, Janelle, I think. Carrie Coon. I don't know who Carrie Coon is. Is Ben Callie? Oh, Potts. that must be a new character. Potts. Yeah, Annie Potts is back as Janine Milnitz. Yep, She's Janine. same character. Yep. Yep. So that's cool. I like the fact that they've got 90% of the old cast, except yeah. for uh, Egon, because he passed away a few years ago. Yep. So that's a, that's a good sign. That's a good yeah. sign. The fact that they signed off on is is a good, good sign. McKenna Grace, she must be the new one. And I'm assuming by the fact that they got this Finn Wolfhard McKenna Grace at the top that they're going to be the young, new people. The protagonists. Yep. Okay. Which I'm down. If, if it's cool, if it's done right, even though it's kids, which I'm not a big fan of. Uh, like, I don't hate kid actors, but it's always it's always hit and, hit and miss with me sometimes. Okay. If they write them the right way, so we'll see, man. I'm like, I'm not gonna hate on it. I didn't care for the female one, which wasn't because it was female, it's just because it was way, way too campy. Yeah, I can't. I, I didn't even watch it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I watched I enough. I didn't dislike like, or not like the originals. It just didn't jump out to me. I liked a lot of silly shit, so it wasn't like it wasn't up my alley. Cause Airplane was like my favorite movie for the longest time. So. Oh hell yes. That's not that. If they remake Airplane, I would. I would pick at that because i don't want that to be remade yeah. don't do you it you can't you can't so, like I, I you can't just leave it alone because to me like you can't reproduce those i mean they kind of did they kind of right? did remember um remember um what was it uh was snoop dog soul plane <laughs> ah <laughs> was it though <laughs> i mean I, I i swear someone took this you know what i was watching airplane they could do that but with black it's people black people yeah it's like friday but on a plane on a plane <laughs> We put Friday in airplane, and here we go, soul plane. Listen, I'm going to pitch something to you. You tell me how you feel when you hear it. To flight BBC after next. executives. The flight after the next flight. <laughs> oh, man, I'll be done. <laughs> I will be done. Uh, I think Before that's I... it for the movies. Anything yeah, that else? is. Uh, I'll throw a little, well, a few more things in there. Before I touch on some of the last little bit of entertainment news. Uh, Xbox updates and Saints Row. Oh yeah. So I know Saints Row has some updates coming. They're looking to step away from being super campy, super, I don't know what you want to call that, out of the fucking way. Because I mean, everybody knows Saints Row is like an over the top, you know, campaign. You um, wear a mask, run around naked. I mean, you, it, yeah, basically it started as GTA and then just escalated to a unrecognizable thing that's kind of crazy. Seems like now they want to dial it back and go back to something similar to a GTA, and people don't seem to be too happy. So, Jay, as our resident gamer, uh, bring us in, uh, man. man. Okay, so I did watch, I watched some, I actually watched some even developer news on the the new reboot. Shit. When I first saw it, I was like, nope, I don't care for this. <laughs> this is not, I was I was that guy. This is not my Saints Row, because I played all four Saints Row. I didn't play most of the DLCs, but the first two like you said, it was GTA style. I mean, it was gritty. I mean, there was foul language and, you know, you're, you're dealing drugs pretty much throughout the, the game. Then it, three and four, same thing, but over-the-top violence, hyper-violence. You know, you got superpowers now. So that, there was a, a big contrast between the first two and the last two. And I like both of them. I like both, both styles. I wish it kind of kept it more for the first two and just kind of ramped up ever so slightly. Okay. Uh-huh. And with them doing this reboot, like I said, the first time I was like, because it has that. Um, it definitely looks like a Generation Z game. Like, and this is this is my this is I'm, I'm taking Bernard's spot. This is my age talking right here. This it, it has that Generation Z type feel to it. You know, it it just seems like it's catered to them. 
When you which, say that, I think Fortnite. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's got that. It's got that feel to it. It's got that. I think the stories probably still be good, but the way it looks and the way it's kind of perceived, it it has that feel to it. But I'm kind of, you know, once I think about it, it might still be a good game. I I think the community wants that. Um, wants, just wants a remake of of um Saints Row 2. I think that's why a lot of people are upset because they I think they've been asked for a Saints Row 2, but with the better um graphics, the better you know UI and and engine, and just remake that. And if you want to add some DLCs to it, cool. Rebooting it, I mean they they're being smart by saying it's a reboot because now that you can say that all the old characters are kind of gone, so. They're starting fresh, so that's that's why like I let go of my <laughs> animosity because like you know what they're just starting fresh, fine. I kind of wish to call it a different game or like maybe Saints Row, the like like a future Saints Row property type thing, so that way everyone's had that connection to it. But as you know, it's all in a name at, at sometimes. So ah, uh, to me, I think it's gonna be all right as as a um, mature adult looking at it. Is it gonna be catering to me? I don't think so. But I think. I think the mechanics probably will cater to me. I just don't think the way it looks caters to me. Does yeah, that make no, any sense? No, it's perfect. And I'll I'll say this uh, last little bit, and it's not my opinion. I'm I'm reading this actually just from some reviews on Polygon. I just thought it was interesting just because everything you just said basically is repeated uh, what they kind of reckon. But the first comment is, uh, <laughs> no, it's because the main character main cast looks like punchable bunch of TikTokers versus the original cast. And then underneath yeah. that, it's 2021. All young people, including gang members, use TikTok. Well, I'm sure That's we know how that person. <laughs> that is also true. And it says, get off my porch, you dang TikToking kids. And it just kind of goes on saying that they look like tick, you know, influencers of their day and all of that. So it seems like a lot of people have that same opinion. Like you say, you're looking at, the you know, what, you know, it's just a, a weird place. I just think we're in a weird place with gaming partially because we're not quite to the sexy point where you could have a Ready Player One or where VR yeah. gaming is actually really interesting, but they want those kind of games. And it's just like, we're not quite ready to make that jump yet. Right. And we can't tailor the games. Like, let's say, let's say you could, you do Saints Row the property, but when you buy the game, like you said, the sexy, ready to play one, well, let's say you could tailor it to your style. Mm-hmm. So let's say I bought the game and like, instead of it being the way it looks like, I could choose a more gritty or a slightly more down the, you know, down to earth type style. And then one person about the same game, but they could tailor it to what's what's more popular now. You know what I'm saying? And we can't do that. So like when producers and developers gotta make games, they kind of appeal to what's what's hot. Yep. And I mean the thing is, you already know, Bernard knows we're older. Yep. <laughs> so like like I said, the first time I saw it, I was like, uh but once I think about it, like it's probably it's probably gonna be a good game. It's going to get a lot of flack after a while, and then it's probably going to die. Like, oh, this is okay. This is okay. And then they're going to start bringing back old characters to appeal to, like, people like me. It's going to be all fine, I, you know, if I had to take a guess in the future. Yeah, there'll be a DLC, though. They'll get yeah, you yeah, one, yeah. one way or another. <laughs> it's not on my um, my my buy list, but I'm going to keep my eye out, especially if it goes on the Game Pass. If it does that, then I definitely will try it. Okay. And staying in that lane on games, uh, we got something about Xbox update. So what's going on with that, man? What is going on with Xbox update? Um, Xbox, you know, Game Pass is doing its thing right now, dropping off new games. They do have a sexy update, I think, coming out in December, probably because of Halo Infinite, where there's going to be a mechanic that, um, you know, we got backwards compatibility. We have um, Xbox console streaming, where you can stream your console to your laptop and whatnot. So they're going to do a a next-gen backwards compatibility where some games coming up for the Xbox Series X and S, you can actually play on your current Xbox generation. Okay. It's just going to be, I guess, um, like almost like a stream version of it. Now, is it going to keep the same... Um, like I'm curious like if it's going to do that, does that mean if I play like Battlefield 2042 with the bigger player count, Am I still going to have that big player count, you know, but just at a at a cost of graphics? It makes me wonder how they're doing that. Yeah, because if it's on the server, it wouldn't matter. But it just depends on how much is local, you know. That's what I'm curious about. Because I I was excited because, you know, like um, Airplane Simulator is next gen and PC. But if I could play that on the um, what I got now, that'd be kind of cool. 
But yeah. when it comes to the multiplayer, that's what I'm going to be. Because the thing is, like, graphics makes the difference. You know, graphics and um, latency makes the big, yep. the big fun factor outside of being on the team. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, um, I like the fact that they're doing that because that brings that makes me like, you know, I could kind of take my time buying a next gen. Mm-hmm. So with that update, I think Xbox, I mean, consoles just killing it in general. I think they are very much whether it's for a money grab or not. The things I'm seeing, I can actually shake my head to be like, OK, that's cool. You know, PS, PlayStation, Sony, they're doing their thing. You know, they got some good games coming out with their free, free-to-play stuff. And mm-hmm. I've been an Xbox head since last 10, 15 years, but that's just what I have. And they've been really catering to the gamers, and I'm, I'm liking the fact that they're doing that. Great. Finally. Finally. Yep. Same. Yeah, Microsoft seems like they're really getting their shit together, to be honest, just on all fronts. I'm very curious how they do with the 11, how they consider to grow, like, Xbox and compete in that area, but... Seems mm-hmm. like they, they they have a much better plan, and I'm curious how how it actually works out. I don't think Google Stadia is going to survive. I don't think Amazon's <laughs> Luna. I don't think that shit's going to survive. Uh, but I do see Xbox um, and what they're doing with their games um, actually lasting and making it because it's profitable. Oh yeah, with the cross plays and you know you can cross play with PC now. It's not a other than the cheating factor, which they're doing a good job trying to lock that down. I mean, that was what people were waiting for the last five years, you know, just yep. to play with someone with PC and not feel like they were alone. So, yep. and I'm we'll see, this, man. Throw this in there. Hardware is coming. Very excited about that. Ooh, uh, they got, yes, Stream Deck is coming. It's a real thing that has lit a fire on Nintendo, who has magically started sending out 4K switches <laughs> to their developers. I just think it's too little, too late. Um, the thing that left a bad taste in my mouth, what they did recently is they updated a, a software update to allow you to connect to the Nintendo Switch by Bluetooth so you could play music over your headphones. This was fucking frustrating as shit because since you bought it, you had to spend between like $20, $30 to get an adapter because they told you it did not have Bluetooth. So mm-hmm. for the time since it released, what was that, over two years ago or year and a half, whatever it's been now, they yeah. could have done this the entire fucking time. But they chose not to. None of this started happening until Stream Deck started becoming a real thing. So I'm very curious how things go because I feel like now that Stream Deck is getting real, it will divide that gaming field to either where you're younger or a a certain type of gamer where you don't need certain types of power or you don't play certain types of games. Mm-hmm. Like if you do a lot of like, um, who am I trying to think of? Like farm, farm, uh, what? Not Farmville. Like, like uh, animal games. Yeah, like those Animal Crossing games okay, of yeah, yeah. light. Like I think those are perfect for you on Switch and for those right. kind of gamers. But I think if you have a Steam library, the Steam, the Stream Deck is really going to appeal to you because they've set up so much stuff to make so many of their games work. I don't mm-hmm. know that all of them will work, but like you were talking about with that, um, the remote stuff. Steam already does allow you to run stuff on your computer and stream. So to me, whatever they couldn't run in that way, you already could run it internally to your stuff. It addresses latency and all that because it's on your computer internal to your network already. So to me, I'm very excited how that works, how it looks. Um, I did buy my little $5, um, what do you call it, pre-order spot. So if I get an invite to buy it, I think it's going to be next month that they actually let you start ordering. Um, I still plan on going through with that. I'm not sure which one. I've kind of looked at a couple of them here and there. There's slight changes in battery, screen, you know, mm-hmm. screen quality of things. Course. But other than that, it's mainly the same device. So I am kind of looking forward to that, especially that they're saying it's not going to be as locked down as the Switch. Like you can, if you want, just blow it away, put regular windows and do whatever you want with it. So it seems like it could be pretty much basically handheld PC. So I think that's going to really blow away what Switch is doing for those people that want or need that power or just want to dick around with it. So that's what I'm looking forward to in the gaming world right now. Nice. Let me know when you get it, man, because I, I see it. I'm like, that seems... I mean, I'm not on Steam that much to even justify it, but the option, I think, is what people have been waiting for. Yes. And like I said, for me, that's what I want. Like, sometimes it's not convenient for me to pull the whole damn laptop and try <laughs> right. to say, like, I, I just want to, like, play a game or something real light while I'm waiting on whatever. So this seems cool just to be able to do that, because I like when I can do it with Switch. Like, oh, I'm taking a break. I'm going to 
hit some Mario Kart for 20 minutes or something. Especially like um your RTSs, like um Civilization be a good Steam game because mm-hmm. all you got, like you said, you just be putting in your moves and it takes turns anyway. So yep. that'll fit right into your um your lifestyle right there. A lot of them that I like have been moving to iOS, so that was why I was like, well, if you can run on iOS for sure, you guys should be able to do this <laughs> on Steam Day. But like right. um. Uh, Frostpunk is going to iOS. Uh, Civilization is already there. Um, there's a bu- uh, several more that I didn't even know were on there were around, but I just mm-hmm. figured they're making accommodations to be where more people are is always good for gaming. Like okay. it's yeah. just having those options, like you said, where you don't need to have a next gen console. It's easier for you to game if I can just connect to the internet and play whatever. So mm-hmm. I think just lowering the bar for people to get in is always great. Indeed, that accessibility. Sir. Before we jump to the next one, I just want to say, um, so I'm about to play the Halo Infinite beta Ooh. today. I'm going to play it today. I didn't know I had access to it. I think it came out, I, I missed the first week. Mm-hmm. It was it was the end of September, but I caught um, today. So I'm, I'm going to play it today after the podcast. And I'll let you know how, how it plays. And also, I think I will be home because I'm going to Fayetteville next week. Yeah. But I always got mad because the beta for 2042 Battlefield came, was coming out. Week. I'm like, no, I was about to go home. And my parents got the Yo, mom's worst listen. <laughs> listen. I might mom. have to come here late. <laughs> but I'm actually have access to it, I think, that Wednesday and Thursday before I leave. Okay. So uh, I'm going to check. I'm going to play those out because I've been pretty excited to play the beta just to see how it feels. I've been getting my, my fast twitch muscle fibers and my eye hand coordination up. So I'll let you know how it goes. So I know you're a Halo fan, but I haven't followed the modes that these have. Will these just be multiplayer, single story, both? Or is the single story even worth it? I think both of them are ditching campaigns. I know 2042 oh, is definitely Oh, yeah, I think you're right. Campaign. I've heard that, that. A lot of people are ditching because nobody plays them, but losers like me. <laughs> I mean, I love the campaigns, but I, they, they're doing this thing. Like, I think, what game was it? Was it Titanfall? They've been able to kind of implement a campaign into it but with halo you, you can't do that i think i think they're gonna come out with a campaign i think they have a campaign they have to have a campaign i'm not just gonna say they have to have a campaign 2042 it's a wishy-washy story anyway because every game it's, it's the same thing over and over so mm-hmm. if they're missing a campaign it's not a to me it's not a big whoop master chief you got you have to follow the lore that's that's just that's cult classic right there even for me, when I first started playing Call of Duty, I actually liked playing Call of Duty campaign and beating the entire campaign. I didn't mm-hmm. even really give a shit about multiplayer until we started playing. Yeah, but uh, I think 2042 will not have a campaign other than like side stories in the multiplayers that you kind of mm-hmm. figure out. Halo should have one because I think I think people would turn Microsoft upside down. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all all caps on that one, but uh, looking forward to it, man. I'm yeah, not. I know. Uh, I've been trying to get back into my multiplayer. I get. I have some good times with it, but it's it's so much more fun when you have like a squad that you can yeah. communicate with. So I'll, I'll well, I'll buy 2042. I want to, but only if I knew I had like some friends to play with. Yeah, I got. I might make friends. I, I might be non-anti-social and make some friends. Mm, no promises. <laughs> Head shake behind screen. Yep, yep, yeah. For the for the listeners, don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. You might die. So before we got to get out of here, we, we're going to touch on some NBA NFL. We don't have B here, so we're not going to sink our teeth into it the way we usually do, because we usually <laughs> uh, go back and forth on those a little bit. It makes it yep. uh, fun. But before we do entertainment topics, just, you know, shits and giggles. Why not? This was an interesting story, just how fucking weird uh, corporations are with their policies. So this lady, female, Latina, early 20s, she's working at fucking Subway. This daytime, Subway's not a late night restaurant in case you think she's there at like two in the morning. She's mm-hmm. working a normal shift at the fucking register. Dude comes in, pulls a gun on her. She somehow disarms dude, takes the gun, beats the shit out of him with the fucking gun and her own hands, calls the cops and holds dude there until the police get there to take him away. Subway's uh, response to that was to suspend her. I haven't heard if she's gotten fired, but she wasn't at work last time I checked on this story, which is fucking nuts to me that like, I mean, like, I'm not saying like she should have just like laid down, but like, fuck, if she wanted to, if she felt she was in a position to defend herself and be successful doing it. I don't really see a problem with that. Just like I don't judge if she, she would have just pulled the whole register and be like, hey, bro, I take this. You have a great day. I'm not dying over subs. Which is I would have right judged her. Either, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not judging you either way. But 
I just thought it was nuts that they would have taken it that far. Like, it's not like she pulled out her gun or did something nuts. Like, she took his shit and beat the right. shit out of him with I his mean, gun. I mean, to be honest, like, I guess, you know, from my per- perspective, like, all the, all the stuff you said, whether it's sarcastic or not, was the right thing to do, you know? If, if you had, oh, the, had the, um, the ability to do it. Like, you know, if I could disarm this person and not risk getting hurt... Mm-hmm. You know, if the chances were higher than, you know, just because my thing is, if you just do what the person says, you're always liable to get shot anyway. You know, however, you're told to just give him the money and that's it. So that would be the first thing I did. But if I could disarm the person, hold him hostage until the cops came. Hell yes, because I've already taken out that X factor. You know, I made I made a big X factor, a little X factor by risking it. So what were the grounds for her being suspended? Like what she what was she suspended on? Like why? Basically what you said, like. In the eyes of a corporation, just to sum this up, is that um, they don't want you to fight back. They want you to give them whatever they want. I think her fighting back started with him trying to take her purse or robbing her purse. So that was how she got close enough to fight him and take the thing because she didn't want to come up off her purse. Oh. Which I get because if some, I mean, if I'm at Subway, bro, I can't afford to lose no dollars. <laughs> right. Like I'm, I'm fighting for what I got already. It was just interesting. Like I said, That's I, don't, I think stupid. by default, like you said, if you want to give that person the money, protect your life by all means. But if you're already in a position where he's trying to take something on your person and you can defend yourself, I'm not yeah. mad at you. I think it's nuts to suspend her for almost right. fucking losing her life. I mean, so. that's classic fight or flight right there you know and yeah. her hap- her shit just had to be fight you know it just made me think of those like work meetings where you know they were like uh thank you uh anastasia for fighting that robber we know that you were very afraid but here at subway we would just prefer if you gave him the money you preserve all passive approach in mm-hmm. regards to your you know life-threatening occasion activities you know just remember that next time you get robbed at gunpoint mm-hmm Nigga, please. But I ain't gonna lie. I always thought about that shit, like, cause I worked at a hotel and I worked a lot. I pretty much exclusively work nights. And at one place we locked the door after a certain time. But like, I used to think, like, how the fuck do I know this nigga's not gonna be like, nah, I just need a room and then rob me as soon as I start doing the room assignment. So I used to think, like, what am I gonna do? And I was like, I'm gonna just get this motherfucker the money, like. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't open the safe. All I can do is give you all the money right here, and I'm more than happy to get that to you, fam. <laughs> I, I want to say she had been trained, and not like like that um that default self defense women training. I think I think she might have been trained to actually disarm someone and capture this person. She had to been some some techniques that I she think has. She was, and this is a lot of assumptions. And I hope this doesn't sound as bad out loud as it does in my mind. I think she was from like a certain part of California, and she was Hispanic. And mm-hmm. I put those two things together, and I just assumed she could handle herself. I mean, the rougher streets, man. Hey, hey, man. Life's life's tough. Either way, oh, lady that we don't know your name of, I don't know your name of. Um, kudos to you for doing what you Hell had to yeah. do. So, you you're, you're going you'll get some type of sponsorship or endorsements if they somehow fire you. Cause I'm just down for any chick that can handle her own, man. Like yeah. I, I think in the last couple of years, like one of the things that's opened my eyes is I didn't realize how much how shitty people were to women. I just assumed, like, it was a small portion of what I thought was happening was happening, but it's way more. So I'm all for women standing up for themselves. If you got a bust nigga in his head, beat the shit out of him with his own gun, you do what you got to do. It's the day on James Bond. Converted your raise. (laughs) So another story came out. uh, This one was from, I believe, the Golden Globes or Emmys or one of those fucking award shows. So Conor McGregor's there. He sees MGK walking with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Those and he's walking MGK. with this girl. The story goes that he asked for a photo, MGK said no, and then they try to fucking fight each other on the goddamn red carpet. I thought the story was interesting because we were talking about Connor and boxing, getting his ass beat, and talking shit about that man's kids after you got his ass beat, and just being, I don't know, just a fucking asshole. Like, I admire him for fighting, but I feel like at this point he's just turned into a character. So, yeah, we, I think we all agreed on that. Yep. It was at the VMAs, which was um, perfect, a perfect setting for that. Yeah, yeah. Trans BT Awards if it was black people, but. Yep. VMAs uh, is where the white. People. <laughs> 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 I saw that uh, I think a few weeks ago when I when it popped up, like skip. I mean, it's it's just stupid. You're you're a 
trained fighter and you're mad because a rapper didn't want to give you a picture you have so many options to get pictures from that will are still cool with you so just shut the fuck up man just <laughs> either way it was a bad look whether you want to yeah you said fuck him and he said fuck you like it's just a bad look like yo it's just not the time away, man. it's not the time we, you could you could have addressed that off camera somewhere some other time or just left it alone just be like okay cool bro you know like sure. Like who? Who are either you guys? If you said no, maybe you just didn't want to do it. If you said no, then you would have you would have acted the same way. Nope. If you said no, so ah, stupid, stupid celebrities doing stupid things. Facts. Before we wrap up, get out of here. Give a quick touch on NBA, NFL, then I'm gonna turn it over to Jay to give us a sign out. So NFL season has started. We're game four. I really want to say it's been, you know, super eventful. Anything crazy's happened. Brady is still Brady. A couple teams here and there underperforming. Some are overperforming. Uh, I will say Panthers are probably overperforming. I'm gonna mention them because that's my home team. Nobody expected this from them. I hope genuinely that we can keep it up, but I didn't expect them to look this good, especially when the quarterback looked like shit in New York and now he's down <laughs> here looking great. So hope we can keep it up. Hope he's just needed a better situation. Yeah, it's a tough uh, environment, man. And Roethlisberger looks fucking terrible. They they gave him more money and more time, and that man was already like 55 years old, and he looks every bit of it out there right now. So that's oh, another man. one I'm gonna touch on. The young boys, I'm happy because I always wonder like how the transition goes year over year when you get rid of a lot of big names like your Peyton Mannings, your Tom Brady's old and retired. But it's good to see like uh, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes, a lot of guys that look like me and you holding it down. Holding down the number one spot at quarterback and looking good doing it. So shout out to them. Uh, NBA is kicking off. Training camps underway. COVID, interestingly, is going to impact the NBA continuously this year, but in a different way. So states like New York and California require you to be vaccinated in order for you to come to work. Uh, if you work with X amount of people, well, obviously those NBA teams have X amount of people that will be in those buildings. So if people like Kyrie Irving, Andrew Wiggins, uh, Bradley Bill, if those kind of guys aren't vaccinated, they don't play. And the NBA said, if you don't play because you're not vaccinated, we don't pay. All right, all right. So they're taking it real serious. I'm curious if that's going to change anybody's mind. Uh, Kyrie Irving is probably the biggest name that's not vaccinated. He would not be able to play in New York. He would not get paid. Now, they say you can't play in other cities, but I think you're kind of giving up on half your games if you ain't got your guy out there. You could look at that. You could look at it as a positive, like, well, he gets half the games off. He should be super fresh in the playoffs, but half your playoff games are home, too. So I don't know, man. That's and it puts very- the money. If you're, if you're going to play half the games, you're not, you shouldn't be paid as much. You wouldn't. They are not paying. And okay, so speaking yeah. of money, uh, Ben Simmons not showing up demanded a trade they hurt his feelings last year said that they couldn't win without him which i think at this point everything they said is right they traded a lot of people to make this dude happy they got rid of people to make you happy and now because you couldn't shoot the ball and people said damn son you can't shoot you got in your feelings and you don't want to show up anymore so i'm going to side with the organization there because to me to me if i'm your teammate I'm not really talking shit about what you didn't do and your lack of shooting. All I'm saying is we didn't get it done last year. Mm-hmm. The ultimate goal is for us to win a championship, and you're quitting on the team. So to me, you either show up because you're with us, and we're going to go achieve this thing together, mm-hmm. or you stay the hell away from here because you ain't part of us, and we're going to go do this shit without you. And I just leave it at that. But that's my sentiment. I don't think he's going to be there. I think he has a lot of potential, but I think it's fucking nuts that they are drafting people to play basketball. And it's not like you're playing center like Shaq, who wasn't expected to shoot. You're playing uh, a guard position. Uh, Yeah. And you're not a shooter. Like, you should at least be able to have some kind of shoot, whether it's like Chris Paul going to the elbow at the free throw line, going off the backboard, uh, DeMar DeRozan with the pull-up mid-range, whatever you got. It doesn't even have to be a three like Steph every time. Like, you should have something that you could shoot confidently at that right. level. I, I don't agree. think that's unrealistic. So outside of that, that's our warm-up. Uh, very excited for our tip-off. Um, hoping the Hornets look good. Um, a lot of things have changed. A lot of people are in different places. Lakers have restacked another super team. Uh, Brooklyn still looks great with their super team. 
Warriors are looking like they're going to be healthy and Klay Thompson will be back. So seems like we got a nice slate. Uh, Hornets actually are our honorary uh, small market team this year for the NBA because of what we did last year with LaMelo Ball. So the mm, expectation true. is we make a playoffs this year and keep taking the steps forward. So I hope the young fella can keep keep moving us forward, man. And that's our sports section by Action Johnson. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent agree with that, man. Hundred percent agree. All right, man. Uh, cool. Anything else, man? Anything else? What's what's what else is that? I'm trying to think. I'm pretty good, man. I think that was a good show. I think so too. Yeah, I I would uh, be preaching, but th- those were the ones I wanted to touch. Uh, a couple more shows and movies that are interesting coming out. We haven't watched Shang Chi yet. That's one that we need to talk about. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one more, but I can't think of it. Right. I'll try to watch. I'm, I'm going to try to watch Free Guy. Like I said, I'm going to watch that. And at the very least, the Squid Game. And we might have a quick review for you guys the next show. Mm-hmm. At least between me and Mike. Um, other than that, you know, I think I'm, I think we're good. You good? Yep. All right, guys. So um, once again, I appreciate you everybody in the world who happened to listen to this thank you for listening to me and mike and bernard who is not here today but is here in spirit to the tbd podcast that's the three black dude podcast um hopefully next time we will have a magnificent show as we always try to do and we will see you guys in about three or four weeks yep. i'm ice code that's mj the geek and guess what be out peace <laughs>